0: Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro recharge kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Uh,
1: Jay Harwood with a special edition of Amazing Conversations with my friend Eric McGran. Eric, Eric a story of resiliency, dedication, never giving up. Take it back to uh, October of 2010. Rutgers playing Army in the Menlands fourth quarter. Met-, Met Life fourth quarter. You go down, um, make it a tackle on a kickoff. As a story I read, you didn't have enough strength even to lift your thumb up to give I'm okay sign. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, I had paralyzed my C3, C4 vertebrae, so I wasn't able to move anything pretty much from my neck down to even give a thumbs up to the crowd to let them know I was going to be okay. But since then, in the 13 years, Eric, you've you become an,
1: an after-dinner speaker, a philanthropist, an analyst, A podcast guy, um, uh, and and now you you delved into your own products. I have proud to have an Eric Grand Country Kentucky Bourbon here. How did you start? And you had clothes, you opened a coffee house in your hometown of Woodbridge. How did this all start? All the extra stuff, Eric.
0: Well, I guess when you sit around and you get bored for a little bit, things start to pop in your head. So uh, during the pandemic, you know, I was thinking to myself, you know, how can I bring inspiration motivation to people on a daily basis? And I thought about, like, what do people want and what do they need? And that's where the coffee idea came from. And my goal was to bring unity to the community with a daily cup of belief. My motto since my injury has been about belief. believe that I'll be okay. believe that I'm going to get better. And I just wanted to give that people a daily affirmation that, You know, no matter what life throws at you, that you still make the best of your opportunities and you can still live your life to the fullest. And that's why I said to myself, you know, people just assume that I can't drink because I'm in a wheelchair. And I'm just like, that's just not true at all. It's it's, it's just not. And I wanted to kind of end that stigma. Not everyone can drink, obviously, but not everyone that's in a wheelchair also doesn't mean that we can't drink. So I partnered up with my business partner, Brian Axelrod. We came up with a bourbon because it fits who I am. It takes patience to make, precision, and it's something that you raise your glass to, you toast, you know, it's a life celebration. So it's something I really wanted to do, and I took the leap of faith in everything that I did, and here I am just grinding away. I was
1: watching TV. I'm the big giant fan, football Giants fans. I'm watching, I'm watching the local news yesterday, and uh, Tommy DeVito made an appearance at a local pizzeria. and I, I think I heard right that, Part of the donation, he donated it to your foundation too,
0: you know, Tommy Cutlets did. Yeah, Tommy Cutlets. you know, that was uh, pretty cool. It was actually, he actually made an appearance that it was at a uh, Bubba Coo's restaurant, who I do a few things with as well. And um, they decided that they wanted to give us part of the proceeds that they made that day back to my foundation, Team LaGrange the Christopher and Dana Reed Foundation, which was awesome. Unfortunately, I could not be there that day to go hang out with Tommy Cutlets. But I appreciate, you know, them doing that and putting it together and, you know, keeping my, me, you know, in their spirits as they thought, thought about my foundation. So I thought that was a pretty, pretty cool collaboration. Yeah, he's a
1: good guy. It's a great story. You know, I'm a gigantic giant fan and you know, whenever you know, it wasn't a great scene for a giant, but it's a tremendous local story. You, your you foundation, you, you helped raise a couple million dollars for the uh, Reeves Foundation. Uh, how did that come about?
0: Yeah, so during... I want to say two thousand twelve. I st- this is two years into my injury now, Jay. So many people have reached out to me, like, what can we do? How can we help you? You know, and I remember saying to my mom, like, maybe it's time for us to start giving back to this community, the spinal cord injury community that is. And, you know, try to give some people hope that, you know, someone is fighting for them and I had all the media attention. So I'm like, I want to use my platform to be able to give back to people. And that's why I remember I reached out back out to the Christopher and Dana Reed Foundation because they were there with me from day one, reaching out to me, offering their guidance, help, support, whatever I needed. So I said, "You know what? These are the perfect people to partner up with," and that's exactly um, what I did. I found. I remember I just. Asked my mom who Christopher Reeve was, and she looked at me like I was crazy that I didn't know who Christopher Reeve was. She goes, to Superman.
1: I love Superman.
0: Yeah, exactly. She goes, Superman and a movie. I was a big Lois
1: Light fan. Right? I,
0: I, see, I was born in 1990, Jay, so I didn't know Christopher Reeve. And I, I did my research on him. I said, I probably should know. but <laughs> So that's how it all started. We launched Team of the Christopher and Dana Reeve Foundation, in the fall of 2013. And since our inception, we've Raised over $2 million. Which we just had our 10 year anniversary uh, last September.
1: When we first got injured, wasn't it people say mm-hmm. that you might not be able to breathe without a ventilator and you wouldn't, wouldn't be able to do a, nothing on your the own? And look at what you're doing now. You're doing one of my podcasts.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh, crazy to think about this journey from where it was to where I am today. You know, when the doctors told me I wouldn't be able to breathe on my own, eat salad foods able to walk again to see where life has taken me. That's why I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. And why well, I have faith that everything will be okay because, you know, where the original prognosis was, it's so where I am today is just nothing short of a miracle. And I'm just so thankful for it and I had an old defensive line coach, Coach Emmanuel, who used to always say to us, every day above ground is a good day. And I truly believe that how does this feel, Eric,
1: you know, that, that you're making a difference in so many people's lives. I mean what you went through, and you're not just sitting around, and but you're making a big difference with the with the bourbon, with the clothes, with the coffee shops, with the Dana Reeves Foundation. You're just
0: helping so many people. How does that make you feel? Makes me feel great. It gives me purpose. Every morning I wake up, I know I have a purpose to go out there, and my responsibility to take care of my workers. You know, be able to help, you know, people that are in a similar situation as me or just people that are dealing with some sort of adversity. They can look to me, see how I live my life. I don't have to fake anything or put a front out I anything. What you see is what you get with me. And that helps people and that inspires people. And I think that's pretty cool and pretty unique that, you know, I don't have to fake anything. No, it's great. It's a great, it's a great story. Well, I think that's why it makes me feel
1: so, you know, happy about it. A couple of years ago, Rick, you spoke. We have an ADA group at City Field, and you spoke to us and really touched a lot of people. And uh, that was, you know, great people. And they knew more than the Grand, a football player, learning about Analog Grand, in the person. And you remember you to talked to those people over at City a couple of years ago.
0: Yeah, that was a great opportunity to be able to share my story with the, with you know, the team over there, and. I- be Able to just you know dive in a little bit about my life and not just what people see in the media and on TV. You got to actually see, you know, me. I talked about a little bit before my injury, you know, growing up as a kid for the first 20 years of my life, and then dove into you know all the you know tragic and, and tragedy that hit in, in 2010 and then the lessons I've learned and the people I've gotten to meet. I got to share that with everyone, which is pretty cool. Rutgers is still
1: pretty close to your heart, I know you. Do the, the the football games? You do most of the games, how does that work out? How many games? You told me you were at the uh, in the Yankee State, the Pinstripe Bowl, the other day. I mean, how, how does that work out for you? Eric?
0: Well, I've been, I've been. I mean, I do all the Rutgers games still on the radio. So whether if it's down the road and I'm doing it from my house, I'm doing a pregame halftime post-control. <laughs> or when they're at the home games, I'm at the stadium doing the color commentary. So I've been doing this since 2011. So it's been it's been quite the journey. I haven't, haven't been playing Rutgers games since. So it's so it's been a uh...
1: It's been fun. And your number fifty two is retired. Um, you got your degree. Um, you gave a, a speech at commencement. Um, one person I know is really important to you was Greg Ciano. Tell me a
0: little about what he's meant to you in, in your journey, Eric. Ciano is the man. You know, he took me in as a young boy at seventeen years old. He started recruiting me when I was fifteen, and then turned me into a man and helped me, you know, be able to have different values in my life, but also work hard don't complain about anything and be able to become a leader and step up to the plate and he did that you know and exemplified that when he came and stayed with me at my at my room in the hospital when I was at Hackensack you know from 11 o'clock at night to 1 2 o'clock in the morning while he's breaking down field film just so my mom could go to the hotel and get some sleep you know he kept him he was a man of his word and he still is a man of his word and I'm so thankful to him, and I'm glad to call him my friend now.
1: Yeah, that's, and he, I guess you were pretty excited when he came back to Rutgers. I know when he was at Tampa Bay, he still had junior thoughts, and he gave you a, a contract. So you have, uh, you're an old NFL player now, huh?
0: Yeah, I am. I got to sign and, and retire in three months, Jay. It was great. <laughs> and so, yes, it, it was really cool to be a part of that. Buccaneers organization for the two years he was down there, let to go. Hey, speak with the team meet everybody. and yeah. You know uh, what? You
1: know, I am think I'm a people person. Very rarely do people stick by their guns. You know, when something happens, maybe a couple of weeks and then they fade away. But it really does my heart good to see, like, you know, he stayed with you, you know, 13, 14 years. He's still part of your life. It tells you a lot about what kind of a person he is.
0: It sure does. And I'm happy that. We got to fight to get him back, and great to see Rutgers. where we're on the rise right now, Jay. We're 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 growing, and we're got back to a bowl game, and we're winning bowl games. Our first win ever versus Miami the past, you know, a few weeks ago. So, I'm happy to see that. You guys
1: gave Ohio State a pretty good game right to the end, uh, almost. I mean, that
0: that game will haunt me for a long time. That was the this was the year that we that we definitely could have upset them. A few things didn't go our way, but hey, it is what it is. But Yes, yeah, so I Rutgers is now a respectful team, and, You know we can we can fight with the big dogs, and I love to see that. How far away you with the Big Ten? It's a tough conference, but you think your guys are getting close to getting that signature win? I really do. I really think it can come in the next year. You know, this this it's that it's the, the team has grown momentum. They have a lot of guys returning, which is nowadays. You know, the, with the transfer portal, people jump from ship to ship all over the place. Rutgers is returning majority of their players back. For their senior seasons, they want to come play for Coach Chiano again. And I think this year could truly be something special, almost like that 06 year.
1: Yeah, I remember, I remember we had a big win in Louisville. I remember seeing it on TV. Eric, tell me, I heard little birdie tell you you're a big wrestling fan.
0: Yeah, I love my WWE, especially growing up when I was a kid, back in the day and being a part of the Hall of Fame. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's definitely a unique community. I will say that.
1: You you, you travel, see some matches and some
0: uh, stuff. You know, you, you travel around. I've actually been to two WrestleManias now. I got to go back in two thousand seventeen when they inducted me into the WWE Hall of Fame with the Warrior Award, which was an amazing, amazing scene just to be a part of that. And then when they had it here at MetLife, I got to go check it out as well. And I think they're gonna be in Philly this year as well. So I'll be trying to get down to Philly for Who, WrestleMania. Who's your, who's your year. favorite wrestler, Eric? Uh growing up, I was it was The Rock, Stone Cold, and Kane. Those are my three guys that I love watching when I was a kid and actually I see the Rock has been promoting a lot with the WWE so it looks like he might be setting himself up for a WrestleMania match coming up
1: yeah, my my way my when I was growing up my favorite guy was uh uh Bruno San Martino you probably don't remember him he was in the was always I remember that name
0: I do that name I do I do remember the name I didn't watch a bunch of them, but I do remember the name. So
1: what's, what's next for Team LeGrand, Eric? What what are your next projects coming up?
0: I want to continue to raise money. We have our our 5K annual walk that we always do, that we have a big plan for this year as well. And I also love to say spinal cord injury, they don't discriminate. So I like to step out of my comfort zone to do things that you normally wouldn't do, like throwing Zumba events and yoga events. We have an evening with Eric LeGrand coming up, always at the end of the year that we – Cap off our year with. So we usually have three to five events a year for a team of grand and raise as much money as we can and keep on opening to more ideas and keep on raising more and more money for this car so we can live Christopher Reeves' dream and that's a world of empty wheelchairs.
1: Yeah, what a great, great thought. Tell me about the coffee shop. How did they, you know, where where does that stand now? I mean, it's opening, it's open, right?
0: Yep, we've been open for a year and a half coming up on two years. This May will be two years since we've opened up and I want to be able to start franchising them out after year two, and start being able to build throughout the state of New Jersey, and then hopefully take over the entire country one day. But I'm enjoying owning this one, and I'm still learning each day. But I have fun with it. You know, I have a purpose, like I said. And I'm giving people opportunities for employment as well. You, you, and you—you you have some ties with the with the with the Devils, right? You're doing some stuff with them too, Eric. Yeah, we yeah we did a partnership with them last year where they were selling the coffee. At the at the Prudential Center and having a logo on there on their helmet, which was pretty cool, we got some great exposure, and it was a great year of partnership with them. And a lot of people got to learn more about the Coffee House that may not have known about it in the past.
1: Tell me anything about about the uh, about the fifty two. I remember I heard wrong that it's retired now, but God willing, mm-hmm. you walk again. It, it's are unretired to give it to a deserving player. Is that is that true?
0: Did I read it right? Yeah, that's when Coach Flood was there when they retired my jersey. He said, "After you know, when I uh, when I get up and walk again one day, you know, we'll retire the jersey and give it to a deserving player," as you said. But I might have to have this little conversation about it because I I truly believe I'm going to walk again one day. But I think the number might have to stay up there. I don't know if I'm giving it up that easy, Jay. <laughs>
1: I I don't. Really, you know what? Unretire your number, yeah. right? But it's. I mean, I think
0: you're the only <laughs> football player to have this number retired. True. At Rutgers, yes, the birthplace of college football I am. The only one with my jersey retired, which is insane to think about. A kid from Avenel New Jersey with his the only number from the birthplace of college football retired. There's a lot of people that put on that uniform, so it's definitely an honor, and I don't take that lightly. So you, you gear up the spring practice too, Eric?
1: You're involved with that? Too? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, get to, I try to get out there to a practice or two just to check out the team talk with the coaches, you know, I love to be able to just get back on campus because I'm out there often, but when you do, it's like, you never lose a beat. It's like, those are family. I love catching up with those
1: guys. Do the the players, I mean, they know your story, right? I, I guess they they must know your story.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's pretty actually cool how they keep my story. you know, going to the new players that come in year after year, they have the belief patch on their helmets. So obviously that's there, the numbers in the stadium, and the coaches that are there, they continue to reiterate and they love when I come back to speak to the team, especially the younger guys who may not have, you know, I'm thinking 13 years into my injury, they were kids. They were babies when I got injured who now are hearing about my story. So I love how they keep it alive over there and just being able to just share that just positivity with the team.
1: Hey, Eric, so where would somebody get this wonderful bottle of the Grand Kentucky bourbon?
0: Well, we're all throughout the state of New Jersey and Kentucky, but – A lot of people that may not be in, obviously, New Jersey or Kentucky can go right to our website, ericlegrandwhiskey.com, and you can buy it online, and it'll be shipped right to your door front, which is pretty cool as well. So, Eric, I bought seven bottles, My Seven bottles. Seven bottles, Uh, Jay. Seven bottles I bought. I see you got the bottle in front of you.
1: Eric, you got me drinking at lunchtime, man. (laughs) Ah, It's 5 o'clock somewhere. I'm, mean, you know, and, and um, you know, how did you come up with the concoction? How did you help make the ingredients with this?
0: So, we our great partners are down in Barstown, Kentucky. When Brian and I were looking for, you know, some liquid that we were going to be able to put out there, I remember they said we came across this liquid that we want to send this to you guys to try. We I remember Brian and I tried it at 115 proof. I thought it was going to taste like rubbing alcohol. And I took a sip of the Jane. It, it went down smooth. It went down smooth. I was like, whoa. And then he goes, we're going to proof it down to 88. And I'm like, wow. We're, I'm like, "Because it's going to be smooth. I took a sip, once we got it back to 88, I'm like, we got ourselves a product here. This is perfect, Then We jumped right on it. Sales, sales,
1: sales have been going Pretty Good. Yeah, let's just say people like to drink, Jay.
0: People like to drink. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. But for any of your pro- products, for the food, the coffee, the, the, the liquor, it tell me once again the 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 website where they can get it from.
0: Yes, you can go to ericlegrandwhiskey.com to check out the bourbon, or if you want, if you're a coffee drinker like eighty five percent of the world is, you can go to legrandcoffeehouse.com. dot L E G R A N D coffeehouse.com. And well, Ted, i tell sh- 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 you
1: know I've mind you from afar, you know what you're doing in you know, you you really doing great stuff, man, and you know helping people, telling your story, and making a difference in the world. Where a lot of people can't make that claim. You know, uh, man, it's really. Uh, I'm sure your examples to other people is great, and uh, I'm really proud that you're a friend of mine.
0: And hey, Jay, I appreciate everything that you've always done for me. You've always been a stand up guy, and I know a lot of people in this world respect you. Well, know. glad to call you a friend as well. Well,
1: I mean, you do good stuff, Eric, and I hope to. You know, next time you're at City Field and they get to come up and, you know, we love to, to help you. Anything we could do from the Mets. So, you know, you know, have a great 2024. And thanks for doing this. I look forward to seeing you soon, my friend. Thanks for everything.